question was coming right like it's, it's you might by this point <laughs> so first of all episode 25 yeah, you messed right? that so up like, well, I messed up. well like everything that goes wrong in my life i blame ham yeah I was, ham didn't pick it up Put i it thought yeah, not even that but i thought that uh of course it's been over but i thought that we weren't doing special episodes anymore we we're just going to number them so i thought guns and roses was 23 then elvis was 24 and this was 25 was that was guns, my line of was guns and roses a special episode yeah yeah listed as a special episode okay yeah, yeah. Where, when do these decisions get made? Why we're not involved in this decision making anymore? This is what's happened with the Mac and Mike show. It's gotten so big, it's gotten so big. that we've just lost all artistic control over this thing. That's true. It's true. Anyways, but this is twenty five. So okay. I think, and I think, do we have six specials, Ham? I don't know. I have to look, man. So it's really thirty one. That's confusing. It's it is damn confusing. Much like Van Morrison, a little bit confusing. A little bit confusing. Okay, so. Uh, so yeah, John so, McGinnis so, okay. is running around so, high school, middle school. Well, you know, of course, Brown Eyed Girl. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the first time I heard it, but that's got to be. And then, at the time, I probably didn't even know it was Van Morrison's that's name right. or who it was. But it was just it was on the it was on the repeat on the radio. Classic rock. Um, yeah. 
uh, I guess probably college, early college days, university days, we had Best of Van Morrison, yeah. Graceland, Bob Marley Legend, Cat Stevens' Greatest Hits, <laughs> James Taylor's Greatest Hits. Like the early 90s were like the, the time of the Greatest Hits album, mm -hmm. right? Like, Did you have the one with the brown cover and the microphone on it? I don't remember. It was the CDs that we had. Yeah. I mean, there were hundreds floating around that dorm room of ours. Sure. And, uh, and it was already, it would be put in car, it would be put in often. And I mean, I think it was the time where you, CDs have been around for a while, but like you don't have enough money to, to buy, to go and buy all the CDs. Right. You don't have enough money to, or enough time to listen to the radio the whole time. So you don't have that luxury. So you might get the greatest hits albums. And that's what you know. So most of these bands I know from the greatest hits, as, as you will figure out quickly in this, in this podcast, <laughs> yeah. that I don't know much more other than. Well, What's on that greatest hits that album? Was, and that was the best place to start, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, and then if you really dug it, then you could you go deeper, go right. deeper, yeah, yeah. and you know, kind of yeah. like like you know, we talked about skeletons from the closet with the dead, yeah. and then, you know, yeah. then you eventually you say, oh, okay, yeah. I really like this, yeah. but what else is there? Yeah. But it took me a while from having that greatest hits mm. in. Perhaps senior year of high school, okay. or perhaps yeah. first year of university. Mm -hmm. and it came then, out in ninety. 1990, Van Morrison's Greatest Hits, Okay, right? so that was, so 91 was my, well, 90, 91 was my senior year of Okay, school. so yeah. And yeah. then, uh, so yeah. You nailed so, it, senior year in high school. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think the same thing. I mean, I knew the song Brown Eyed Girl before yeah. I knew Van Morrison. Right. And, you know, it's a cool song. It's a great of course, song. great song. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, like, super poppy. And I think the producer, what was his name, Burt Burns? Burt Burns, yeah. That, uh, I think maybe that was more his influence than Van Morrison's. Yeah. It was off his first album in 67. Yeah. yeah. Um, Blow Your Mind. Blowing Your Mind. Blowing Your Mind. <laughs> and apparently he... He didn't even know the album was being made. Burt Burns made this album, put right. that as the first song, yeah. and then did a bunch of other stuff. Like, yes, he owned he owned the music because okay. you know he signed a record contract with no representation, didn't um, didn't know what he's doing, yeah. and all of a sudden this this album hits, and uh, he still complains to this day that he didn't has never made a cent on Brown Eyed Girl because okay. he didn't have any control over it. Yeah, it is the most downloaded and listened to song of the 1960s. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's something. According to a lot of great according music. to a certain website <laughs> I went to. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but I mean, I can, I can believe it. The yeah. cover for that. Now, Van also complains about the cover for that. The psychedelic cover. The psychedelic of that cover which <laughs> totally was not no, him, right? Not like, him at all. It was not. But I guess Burr Burns is a master, and he figured out he could write it. He could get a hit, and how to produce his hit. And it yeah. was right around the psychedelic right. times were kind of hitting. And, and he, yeah. he always says it's hard to write a hit song. It's easy. See, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I guess on the radio when it first uh, first hit, it was too a little bit too racy as well because making love in the green grass yeah. was and a they, little too much. So they, they changed that. Changed it to laughing, uh, uh, laughing right. and running. Hey, hey, they they just re behind re the stadium. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they just looped yeah. that line. That's and, right. And it was a song. It was supposed to be like a Jamaican calypso type of song, and it was originally supposed to be Brown Skin Girl, right? Mm -hmm. um, but he didn't realize that he accidentally wrote Brown Eyed. Brown Eyed Girl, and then that was it was produced by Brown Eyed Girl, so so, there, yeah. which is kind of kind of cool that he's singing about love in a non traditional way at that time, right? Okay. Like yeah. maybe in a in a in a racial, I don't know, and you know yeah. who knows. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of an interesting, yeah. kind of interesting, interesting song, yeah. And it's uh, it's a song that uh, he 
Well, he will play it in, in concert, but I don't think he really likes it. I don't know, you like, he said there's a hundred songs he likes better than yeah. he's written, so. right. which I can imagine, because he's got like 10,000 freaking songs. So. Yeah, he's yeah. got 44 studio albums. 44 Before studios, we go into that, yeah. I, so after, like after you know, getting in, not getting into, getting the greatest hits in, I don't know, 91, 92, around there, my first year of university, I'd, I had a roommate, uh, there was... I lived in the house with there's three guys, three girls. One of the girls, Tammy Jones, she loved the album Moon Dance, so okay. she played that one all the time. Yeah, well, that so would probably and then be that was sort of my next step yeah. into. Yeah, that would probably be the one I know the best after the greatest hits, right? Because okay. yeah, I mean that's right. That's got all so the poppy it's got kind of more. Yeah. Astral Weeks for me yeah. is what I know the best, and then Moon Dance for sure. Astral Weeks is a big one. We got that in the uh, NCAA. Yeah, uh, we sure did. Round of uh, we, we sure got did. got got late. It got into the did, late round. Got to the final. Did it? No. No. I didn't get Final it. four, maybe. Final four, yeah. Final four. Yeah, and in hindsight, now, like, this past week, listening to a lot of Van Morrison, it's a great album, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, there's, I don't know if there's many songs I've listened to, and I'm not an expert, of course, but that I dislike. What are you talking about? You got a music podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With People may or may yeah, not yeah, listen yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, what's amazing, he wrote, he was 23 when he wrote Astral Weeks. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just... The, the lyrics, I mean, it just sounds like someone that's worldly wise. And this and, is his second album. It's kind of like a, he's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if he is. I'm, I'm thinking he's kind of pissed that Burt Burns did this and made him a kind maybe. of a pop star. And he said, I'm going to write a, I'm going to write a kick-ass album. Right. And he did. And it's still. And the critics didn't love it at the time. No, it's no, just no. later on. Right. That they. And it's they like, embraced. at this point, I don't know much about Van Morrison, but I know enough to say, what's your favorite Van Morrison album? You say Astral Weeks. Yeah. If you say anything else and somebody knows anything about Van right. Morrison, you're a, you're a, take it yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're like, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, so I say Astral Weeks now. Uh, nice. You know? nice. Although it's probably Moon Dance. But. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, but I've had conversations with people, like a few conversations with people, and if we're talking about music and they'll say Van Morrison, they'll say, I like Van Morrison. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, what's what's your favorite Van Morrison song? Brown Eyed Girl. Cool, cool. What else do you like? No, they don't know. But the thing is, they don't know, but they do know because everybody knows. Like, I bet people, I bet the average person would know 20 Van Morrison songs if you played them for them and said, Do you know this song? Yeah, I've heard that song. Do you know this song? Yeah. I mean, I know it's Van Morrison. Right. But I mean, that's how I was this week. I was like, There's, like, I went not too deep, but I was listening to as many albums as I could and, like, I've heard most of the stuff. Yeah, Yeah, I think the average person would be shocked at how many they recognize. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Oh, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so 44 studio albums, and he's been, he kind of, since he, he turned 70 in like 2015, he's kind of been cranking out one a year. Dude. And like, yeah, it's incredible, right? It's still. Seven it, live albums, go ahead. Seven live albums, no, I'm just saying, still, he's still, yeah. like, he pumps out about one a year-ish. Um, I mean, he, okay, one would be 1.5 years if you want to really average, but you're not producing any albums in your first 20 years, usually, right. so. True. I mean, he's 70. He's 78. 78, so take off the first albums. 20. So 50. Right, so, yeah, so. 44 albums. And 44 albums, like, come on, man. Not that. But the, his last album, those album that's coming out is an instrumental album. It hasn't, I don't think it's out yet, but it's about okay. to be out. But it's an instrumental album, which I find interesting since it's his voice right and his yeah, lyrics it is his voice is so that good. is yeah. that that's what draws you in so i'm yeah. interested to see what this what an wow. instrumental album is going to be are, like. are you ready yeah you can tune in i'm interested to know what people think about it <laughs> yeah okay and i mean i you know i don't when i was i was probably 20 i was probably 25 or so when i bought astral weeks mm-hmm. maybe i was 27 or 28 and i was it was later you know I've, I've had, I did buy Moondance sort of 
after university mm -hmm. and then got bought Astral Weeks, you know, a few years after that. And it was sort of then that I was like, okay, and I bought uh, Tupelo Honey, I remember mm. having. Um, I don't I don't know if I had TV Tupelo or Tupelo? Well, he says Tupelo. Your love is sweet as Tupelo Honey. Oh, he says Tupelo Honey. What's that? Oh, he says Tupelo Honey. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Won't be the first time <laughs> I mispronounce something. But that, and that's a sort of a kind of a rare, very sweet strand of honey. Oh, oh is it? Yeah. It's a great song. It's a good song. Yeah. Good song. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. 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 Um, TV Sheets, I don't know if I had that or if I just, you know. Other Interesting. That's a, a song about some, he's he's basically leaving somebody to die of tuberculosis. Yeah. It's just, yeah. that's pretty, like, it's a pretty grim. That's, I mean, it that's is. all, that's all Astral Weeks as well, right? That is not off Astral Weeks. What, no. What's TV Sheets off of? I, that's a self-titled, Oh, is that a, its own album, TV Weeks? TV sheets, yeah. TV sheets, sorry. Yeah, we get Astro Weeks TV sheets. Man, he's got some. He's got some interesting names for. Saint Dominic's preview. Saint Dominic's preview. What's the one? Vernon, 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 Yeah, a lot of this. I looked up like Astro Weeks for. I was just like, what does Astro Weeks mean? What does Astro Weeks mean? I was like, Astro refers to the Astro Weeks. What does it mean? It's the second album by the Morrison. Like Jesus, somebody tell me what it's meaning here. What does it mean? But it's that's that's cool, man. You can just makes up stuff, I guess. But and the sort of stream of consciousness that you know the other songwriting is interesting as well. And I mean, if you ever if you ever get a chance, you remember Lester Baines, the great the the great rock critic. He wrote for Cream magazine with in the the movie. Almost Famous? Almost Famous, yeah. that's the uh, that's Seymour, Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman yeah. character. Yeah. But uh, he's got a great review of Astral Weeks, which he wrote like a kind of a decade after it came mm -hmm. out. But, and it's, and of course, like, I don't know what Lester Baines was under the influence of when he was writing this, but it's uh, it's pretty cool, pretty cool read. And it, yeah. it, we can read it online, so I recommend that. Um, great lyric, the first, was it the opening lyric? If I ventured in the slipstream yeah, between the... Seven, yeah. Between the viaducts of your dream, yeah, yeah. it just set, it sets you off into this like, yeah. this mystical world of, of whatever's going on. Yeah, you know? and he wrote it. He was in, he was living in Massachusetts in Cambridge when he wrote it. Mm -hmm. But it's all, you know, it seems a bit like, you know, the longing for Belfast yeah. or Ireland yeah. for, for youth, I guess. Yeah. Although yeah. he was so young when he wrote it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But for for that, for the growing up, right? Some of his songs. Yeah. Go back to that, right? Uh, yeah. What's it? What, what was? What were you feeling when you were growing up, yeah. falling in love, trying those things out for the first time? And right. That's the, right. Some of the yeah, like gone for cigarettes and yeah. matches yeah. in the shops and you know right. shit like that, right? And uh, I don't know, but the the Madame George song, we can maybe. Did you come across that? And yeah, you, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. One of his more more famous ones, and I mean to write that at twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. I mean that's impressive to me, and I, you know, and the. I don't know how, you know, this, of course, this is written in 68, mm -hmm. and you're writing about, you know, a Madame George type character. It's, uh, I mean, was that controversial at the time? Or was that, I mean, that's a, that's not a, that's not a topic people talk yeah. about. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I've listened to the song. I don't know much about it. I know it was a big song in his early, in his first 10 yeah. years. Which is probably what we're really focusing on here in this right. podcast. Well, Van Morrison said, oh, it's not about a transvestite. Right. And Lester Bange wrote in, the, in this yeah. particular, he's like, yeah, Van Morrison said in Rolling Center yeah. or something, interview, it's not about, it's yeah. not about transvestite, but he's full of shit. Of yeah. course it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but like, right, but you, you almost, it's, he plays her as a sympathetic character. Mm -hmm. 
even though you know people were kind of taking advantage of Madame George throughout the song. Okay. But okay. I don't know. Shoot, gonna have to listen to that one again. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. And before yes. before we pass out past Astro Weeks, yes. apparently uh, Burt Burns died of a heart attack before Astro Weeks came out. Before Maybe because he, it came out, or because I guess the his um, widow blamed Van Morrison for, for causing a heart attack. Yeah, because he complained so much about yeah. about blowing uh, blowing your mind and, yeah. and brown eyed girl and right. caused so much strife that he died of a heart attack. Apparently, so wow. he's got he's got blood in his hands. Van I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> stretch, stretch, yeah, stretch. Bert Burns wasn't such an asshole. Maybe she wouldn't have a heart attack. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I saw Van Morrison one time. Okay. One time. August 8th, 2006. Okay. It was like a couple months after Chippy was born. Mm -hmm. And I went by myself, bought one ticket. You, you go to shows by so yourself. Before I start, is he like the, the guy who goes to the movies by himself? I've, I've done that but before. I, that's I've like done the, that before. The, the, the psychopath. Yes, yeah, I've done himself. that before. I've, I've been in places <laughs> where I didn't know anybody. And I'm like, and you couldn't, you know, you didn't have Netflix at the time. Yeah. So now I just stay. So I was a when I was in newspaper, I was a movie critic for three years. Yeah. I liked to go by myself. Yeah. And although sometimes Nick would go with me, yeah. but once the kids were born, I used to go by myself, and I yeah. liked that, and, yeah. you know, because you. I'm scrolling down notes as I'm watching it, mm -hmm. and uh, you know I don't I don't want it, you know, to be like. Although you're not usually having conversations. Someone's handing you popcorn while you're no, like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you Can know, sip your coke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do do like to go to I like to go to movies by myself. I like I like to go to shows by myself. Have you ever? Been to a show. I've been to um, yes, definitely. Okay. I've gone alone to shows. Not a big show like that, I don't think. Uh, it was an arena show, not yeah. a stadium arena. I didn't go to no. It'd be like a, a bar or a, or okay. a small club in DC, kind of okay. college days, okay. where you know I want to go see this band. No one else wants to go, so I would go see them. Okay. New, New Potato Caboose was a band that was out of DC. They're kind of jam bandy, and I would go see them alone because not okay. many, not my friends weren't into them. Weren't into like them. Okay. Yeah. But. No, not nothing big. Nothing big. See, I've so. seen. Let me get. I've seen, I saw the Dead, the uh -huh. 03 version, 04 uh -huh. version by myself. Okay. Again, Katie was a baby. Like, I just talk about that show. <laughs> Great. Get that set list. <laughs> uh, like, I always drag Nick to these shows, and she's not a fan of most of these. Although, you know, she's mostly. She likes music, but she doesn't really know what she's listening to or who it is or whatever. Just like a couple things she likes, a couple bands she really likes, but beyond that, she doesn't really know. But she, she's up for anything, so she'll go. But so yeah, so like, Katie was a baby, she didn't go, and then so like, oh, this same summer, '06, I saw Petty's 30th anniversary tour, Almond Brothers Open at Darien Lake in Buffalo. Went by myself. Did you really? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like how many how many drinks do you have at a show that you're you're at by yourself? So would you say more the, or less? Well, usually I have to drive home yeah. by myself, okay, so, so less. less. I would say. But so that was the case with the Van Morrison show. Now with the Tom Petty one um, at Darien Lake, yeah, and and the Dead one, Nikki did pick me up, and at, after and at Darien Lake because it's hard to get a taxi there. Mm -hmm. You're just kind of in the middle of nowhere. Right. People camp, and it, yeah, it's hard to get a taxi. So, um, I maybe I now you know what for the Tom Petty one I did I, I kind of slept it off in the parking lot, and then I got the pounding on the door from the security guard, right? <laughs> As you do, right? Yeah, but sure. uh, at Darien Lake, you could get because the lineup for beer was so long, and then yeah. you, of course you got to you know you're heading to the to the 
bathroom all night. Right, but right. you could get they would you could buy a bottle of wine for 20, 20 bucks and they pour it into a big plastic cup. And so that's what one I bottle of wine in a plastic yeah. plastic man. How big does that come after me for a whole <laughs> bottle of yeah, wine? You know, Seven hundred fifty milliliters, I guess. Right? Big golf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's probably a, probably a medium sized big golf. So. Right. But uh, yeah, it was great. Of course, there's no wine at the beer tent. Of course, I mean, at the wine tent. Yeah. Of course, it's probably crappy wine. Yeah. I wouldn't know. You're a connoisseur of you no, know. no, 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 no. 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 So I get there. You know, I get there early. You know, get it's in Toronto, the Air Canada Center, mm-hmm. and um, whatever. What's it called now? Scotia Bank. Yeah, Scotia Bank Arena. Okay. And I remember after thinking, like, it was good. And I knew kind of he was curmudgeonly as a as a performer. Like, yeah. you could get great van or you could get pissed off van mm-hmm. or indifferent van. He doesn't know? talk to the audience. He much. does he not talk to the audience. Much, yeah. And I want to talk about that after as yeah. well. But uh, so he, I remember thinking, I get there and this there's this, just two, two guys in front of me, older than me, you know, older than I was at the time. And one guy, one guy had never seen Van before, and the other guy had seen him countless times. Mm-hmm. It sounded like, and I, you know, I'm sitting like right behind him. So I'm not really trying to eavesdrop, but this is, mm-hmm. you know, this is all. There. The guy that's seen him a bunch of times is letting everyone around oh, that he's where yeah. he's sitting that he's seen him a bunch of times. This is my idiot of this show, yeah. Van Morrison. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And he's just he building this up, yeah. building up how great Van yeah. Van is, and of course I read lots about how you know he, he can be pissed off with his backing band and just like leave you know leave early mm-hmm. or you know just be generally like have his back to the audience just that sort of thing anyways this guy apparently every show this guy ever saw was top notch mm-hmm. so i thought okay like i'm yeah I'm thinking, all right this is gonna be good right and and it was good mm-hmm. um but i remember leaving thinking this was a short a short shorter concert did and he have an intermission no, there's no intermission, Josh. I'm gonna find a band. I'm gonna find a band that has intermission. That's all I care about. I don't know the stops playing. Everyone leaves for half an hour. Everyone has, you know, they go, you know, right? and they come back out. Like I thought, I just thought that's what everyone. That's did. what you did. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so last week when I pulled the set list off this set list FM, whoever runs this website, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a great website. Yeah. You could be totally full of shit too, but that's all right. Possibly. Yeah. There's only 11 songs. You only play 11, 11 songs? 11 and songs, songs are not long. We just have some. Right. We just and have ones that go on, go on for right. a while. But. And at the show, you know, they would, you know, the, the band's playing more after the lyrics stop mm-hmm. sort of thing. But yeah, it was... Um, so that like an hour-long concert? Well, no. Jeez. But it was probably like hour 20, maybe, something like that. But like it's a, That's on the short side to me. You know, when, wow. Yeah. I would have been asking for my twelve dollars and fifty cents back. <laughs> it was two thousand six? Yeah. More than that. Yeah, no, more okay. than that. I don't remember. It was probably fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think there was an opening band either. Not yeah. that I recall. Um, but uh, he played he played some of his he doesn't always do that, but he yeah. did play he played Moon Dance, Crazy Love, Bright Side of the Road, mm-hmm. which are big ones, and yeah. then he, he Ended with Brown Eyed Girl and Gloria. Okay. Gloria from the Them Days. We yeah. glossed over the Them Days. But, yeah. We um, did, yeah. Garage uh, yeah. Band, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, not so much the Garage Band. They well, were, they that's were... sort of the original Garage right. Band. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were big. They yeah. made it big. They yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And then the band didn't stick around very long with that. Yeah, but they was... did play at the Whiskey A Go-Go. And they were playing when Morrison, when Mor- Morrison was there. Troubadour? Yeah. Uh, Whiskey A Go-Go. Whiskey A Go-Go. Okay. Yeah. The um, live album is too late to stop now. It was mostly okay. done at the Troubadour. Okay, 
Yeah. Um, well, I went to the whiskey, went outside the whiskey mm -hmm. this summer in LA. See, they get all linked. Sure. Yeah. Had a uh, had lunch with Kyle and I had lunch at uh, at the Rainbow Bar and Grill, nice. which next door, same yeah. owner, sort of thing. Well, Van and the Man and Jim, awesome. Jim, were, yeah. that's where they first kind of connected. They connected, yeah. Right. And I remember thinking in university, all these people had these posters of Jim Jim Morrison, the American poet. Yeah. Of course, like Van Morrison's the real poet. Oh yeah, not definitely. American, but yeah, the real right. poet, right? Yeah, definitely. Not right. Jim Morrison. Yeah. So so that's a, I mean, Gloria School, Brown Eyed Girl. I mean, yeah. that's what everyone would want to hear, and then. Crazy yeah. Love's good. I'm looking at your set list. Yeah, so it starts here, off with all work and no play, yeah. playhouse, stop drinking, St. James Infirmary Blues, and Precious Time. Okay, yeah. So that would like, be hard-pressed. I mean, yeah. if you played him, I, I wouldn't be able to pick it out. Mm, yeah. Maybe, yeah. And then, Moon and then he, and then he hits Moon yeah. Dance, Crazy Love, Bright Side of the Road. Yeah. I Can't Stop Loving You, Don Gibson cover. Not okay, familiar no. with that one. And Maybe he stopped because he was like, when I was playing my favorite songs, the first five or six songs, no one was playing. <laughs> I yeah. pull out Moon Dance and everything goes crazy. Like, screw you guys, I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, and then he's like, watch this, I'm gonna play Gloria, it's gonna go crazy. And then he's like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not, yeah. yeah. And he traditionally always leaves before, kind of like he did in the last Wallace, like before the band plays mm -hmm. on, he's done with Gloria. He usually always close mm -hmm. with Gloria. He's done, he's done singing, and he kind of puts the mic down, yeah. walks off stage, band plays yeah. a bit more. Everyone claps and then the house lights go on. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when this guy that had seen him so many times was he like that was amazing or did he like sulks like slink away like? I yeah I don't remember him saying anything after. Mm -hmm. But uh, never seen a bad Van Morrison <laughs> show until <laughs> now. No, it wasn't bad. It wasn't no. bad at all. But, but like but so I you just drove. But this was at a. You had to put some effort into getting to this show. Ah, uh, so I lived in Fergus at that time. So it was probably like just over an hour or two uh, okay. to downtown. So not okay. that big a deal. He used to go to shows down there all the time. Okay. Not that big a deal. Okay. Um, I thought but, you said it was out in the... Oh, no, that was in this show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, different, okay. yeah, two different shows. Um, so a smaller venue, a couple thousand people? No, no. Where the Raptors and Maple Leafs play. Oh, it's okay. Like, uh, with, with the floors, he's probably like 20,000. 20,000. Okay, no, yeah. that's no joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Were people leaving kind of like, what the hell is that? Or was it... No, you... I don't remember that. Okay. No, no I don't think so. I don't think so at all. But just for shits and giggles, I looked up... Because on this set list FM, you can look at yeah, the, next the show night, before yeah, or the yeah. show after. And he played... Basically, he played 18 songs both times. Yeah. This, these 11, and then more on either side of them. So, oh, really? Oh, well, he closed with uh, with Gloria always. Okay. But, yeah. So I was like, shit, man. Maybe maybe he wasn't happy with us. Yeah. You guys did <laughs> you, just, you just got unlucky. You just yeah. got on the wrong well, night, yeah. you know? I didn't feel unlucky leaving. You know, I felt mm -hmm. like that he played Brown Eyed Girl. It kind yeah. of shocked me because I thought, ah, oh, he's never going to play this. Play he didn't yeah. do that. But another thing I remember, the worst concert T-shirt I ever bought was at that show. Okay, so I I I got I got something I've got yeah, something to say. Go ahead. About are you are we done with the show? Uh, okay, well, I want to talk about the t-shirt. Well, okay, so yeah, was, no, I want to hear okay. the t-shirt. I want okay. to hear the t-shirt okay. because I got something to say after you. Okay, after so it was it was just like a cream t-shirt mm -hmm. had a music note on it, mm -hmm. and somehow the name Van Morrison was intertwined okay. with the music note, Oops. and that was it. I didn't even know what the tour was called. Maybe that was on there, okay. but he played one night only in Toronto. Okay. That was the that was the other t-shirt option was like his face on it. Okay, yeah, that's where I'm going. He's not a handsome fellow. That's where I'm going right now. <laughs> so, and the back said one night only in huge letters, yeah. like Toronto, right? He's got Go um, <laughs> 44 studio albums, seven live albums. So that's if my math is correct, 51 albums. I freaking looked at every cover of all 51 of those albums. Yeah. 35 have his freaking face on it. 
Really? And not like, like he's not a rock star. He's not like an no. inspirational. <laughs> nothing wrong with the way he looks. Okay? But like, well, he has a matinee idol. A matinee idol, you know, the but, like, like beautiful. It wasn't even beautiful. It's just like this. The, okay, so this is my point. Yeah. Great artist. Yeah. One of the best voices ever. Yeah. Maybe one of the best show per people ever. I don't yeah, know. People, people, even, people. Right? But, but I think hands down the worst album covers of any artist in the world. So, <laughs> thirty five are on there. He's got two with dogs, Veed and Fleece, <laughs> and Days Like This. Okay. Um, he's got one where he's holding a dummy. The Prophet yes, Speaks. It's right. him and a dummy. Um, and then in 97, like I, I, did, I did a deep dive in the album covers. In 97 was the first album cover with him in that freaking fedora and the coat. Yeah. He does yeah, not his, like. That was his look. Look, but he does it not look. It, yeah, it doesn't look good in, in that. Like, that's not you a good fedora? look. You don't like the fedora on him? I, I don't mind fedoras. I don't like the fedora on him. It doesn't okay. look good. And then after the 97 album. sports coat on usually. Yeah, the, seven, the coat and the fedora. Yeah. Uh, the Healing Game, the next three albums all had him in the fedora on it and then you never then you don't can't get a picture without the fedora on it now like, <laughs> That's just, what he does. i don't know what happens but it really pissed me off man so okay. i don't mind the cover of astral weeks he's got the green and the kind of aura kind of behind him maybe really it's kind of like it's, yeah but it's then it's got like some like something over his face that you can't yeah. like are they leaves or yeah, something it's the 60s yeah yeah it was Anyway, so not not fan of the album covers. Okay. Um, now I want to know, what's the worst concert T-shirt you've ever bought? Ever bought? Yeah. I know you're not. Maybe you don't not big on. Into the okay, concert. so I want to say, uh, so I'm not a big concert T-shirt guy, but I did buy Bark at the Moon when I saw Ozzy Osbourne's Ultimate Sin Tour, <laughs> and it's, it wasn't an, it wasn't a bad T-shirt. It was an awesome T-shirt. Okay. But I when I went to go see him, I think this was our first concert. We were in like seventh or eighth grade. And me, Jeff Ames, and Norman Morris went to go watch Ozzy Osbourne. And really, Jeff Ames was a fan. We were just like, okay. It seems like everyone's like, oh, it seems like it's cool. So I guess, yeah, I like Ozzy Osbourne too. Although I did. And I liked the Ultimate Sin album. So we went to go see the Ultimate Sin tour. I didn't really realize at the time I was going to see the Ultimate Sin tour. So I went up to the um, went up to the little kiosk to buy a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And I look up and I, was, I saw the bark at the moon. And it's him like barking at the moon. I was just like... That's cool. And in the back, it had like a, a wolf's uh, like claws yeah. slicing open your back and okay. blood coming out, you know? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing that. So I'd buy that t-shirt. Was Still that less expensive than the other ones? I don't know if it's less expensive, but it was cooler. But I, I was just like, and everyone's wearing the Ultimate Sin Tour. I'm just like, man, I got the coolest t-shirt. Yeah. Next day, everyone that went to concert wears the yeah. Ultimate Sin Tour. That was the thing to do. It's I, for some reason, was either too shy or I don't know, but I decided not to. And so I don't wear my, my Bark at the Moon t-shirt. And I go to school the next day and I click in, I clue in right then. Oh, I bought the wrong concert t-shirt. So <laughs> the thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I did not show up the next day with the wrong Woo. concert tee on. But wow. um, that one, the, the other cool one I saw, I guess a memorable one. I don't remember seeing a bad, I think there's so many bad ones, but um, uh, the a, a kind of a really bad one, but still very cool. Metallica opened up for Ozzy Osbourne, or I can't remember if they opened up for Iron Maiden. I forget which one, but they opened up. But this is before they were big. Before one, this is in. Now, when you bought the, it's you bought the opening band shirt. Uh, no, because the opening band shirt was Metallica Metal Up Your Ass Tour. <laughs> Everybody, right now, all six of you, go go Google Metal Up Your Ass Tour Metallica. 
concert tee. It was a toilet bowl with an arm sticking out of the toilet bowl with a big sword sticking out of the toilet bowl. Metal up your ass door. That's probably hands down the worst, but yet probably the one of the coolest ones at the same time. Okay. All right. I uh, I went to a Steppenwolf show in Ontario place and I bought a shirt that was a close second for worst concert team behind Van Morrison, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's got some a lot of cool ones too, so. Yeah, there's some, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of, you know. And you're paying 60, 80 bucks for well, it, now, a crappy shirt back then, back then. But, but still, you're paying 20 bucks back then, right? Paying 20 bucks, yeah, yeah. happy to do it. Yeah. yeah. So a long history of uh, bad concert t-shirts and bad album covers, 1998, the Philosopher's Stone was the first time uh, that uh, Van Morrison had a good album cover, and so that's about what thirty-one <laughs> took, took about thirty-one years to get a good album cover. Okay, thank, thank, thankfully he's got you got a great voice, yeah. and, and you know yeah, he can. I don't he's good elsewhere, the, but I don't mind the Astro Weeks cover okay. and the Moon Dance one. He's got you know it's not great, but it's got the different. It's, it's not great. It's, not, it's not great, and if it was. Well, one off, not great, along with many great ones, but like you can't be like, oh, well, the Moon Dance one's not bad, but, but yeah, it's everything, and everything else, else is bad. So anyway, for another time, we can we can have a vote on on the absolute worst one because okay. there's some there's some good ones in there. Absolutely, that'd be a good draft. He's got enough albums. We can do almost a we can do a round of sixty four. Uh, almost right. Um, so we we touched on earlier when I was talking about that. Yeah, he doesn't interact with the audience. Yeah. So what do you think of that? Now I know you're, you know, the dead. Like they're not saying anything. They're never no. saying anything to the crowd. What do you think when? No, but every once in a while, Jerry Garcia would smile. And <laughs> yeah. That was worth it. Jerry's no, wearing I mean, shorts. I, I, yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a big. I, I think it is a little bit. It could be a little bit uh, uh, cheesy if there's too much interaction, right? Okay, like yeah. having, you know, you don't want like mm -hmm. too many things. You're not coming to see a you know, stand-up comic, you know, but a, a couple of things here and there, but I don't have a, I don't have a big problem. Apparently when he was on, he was putting on awesome shows. I mean, yeah. you can't deny that he's not into his, or that he can't deny that he's into his music, right? Like right. he is okay. into it and yeah. full on when he's, he's given it all. So I don't have a problem that he's, he's not like making eye contact and interacting right. with the not, audience. He's not the only one, certainly. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm a good musician. I'm a good songwriter. Yeah. It's like, do I have to be a stand-up comedian? Do I have to be a great public speaker mm -hmm. as well? And it, they're really two different things. Right. You know, you think, You're coming to see, see him yeah. play his music right. and how he wants to play it. He's the artist. Right. He can and do when, it. when we're there, like we don't want to hear the bass player no. addressing the crowd, no. right? It's gotta be, right. it's gotta be the main guy. Right. And right. sometimes they're not comfortable with it. So I, I'm okay with that, even though, Sometimes it feels like, God, you know, I paid a lot of money to get here, and like, you know, and Jesus, do you even? How was he dressed? Was he was dressed all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he had uh, was in he had sweatpants. A, and, no, okay. no, no, no. He had the sports coat on, good. tie. Yeah, yeah. He's looking good. Fedora. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Fedora, okay. Looking good. Yeah. Um, uh, the there was a couple things, a couple times in popular culture, there was a there was a Sopranos scene. When did you watch Sopranos, John? Yeah, early days, and then it was just like, you know, I too many other things. It was on HBO back, was back in the day when you had to have an HBO subscription and yeah, have cable. Yeah. And, I remember yeah. renting them from the yeah. video store. Oh, yeah? Right? Yeah. But uh, there's a classic scene when Tony Soprano killed... Uh, listen, this is a spoiler coming up, but mm -hmm. fuck you. If you haven't watched The Sopranos, yeah. it's too late. Yeah. I'm not spoiling it for right now. You should have watched it by now. But uh, he's going to kill... His cousin Tony B, who's played by Steve Buscemi, mm -hmm. and so he's going up to this old 
farmhouse where he's staying, and Glad Tidings by Van Morrison is playing mm -hmm. through this. And it's uh, it's more upbeat songs. It was really yeah. going against what was happening, but it just works so well oh, in yeah? that scene. Yeah, so okay. that was awesome. And then if you've seen the movie The Departed, Martin Scorsese's mm -hmm. movie with uh, yeah the the mob movie with Nicholson and, and mm -hmm. Wahlberg and all those guys. Um, I, I I have seen it, but God, there's so many mob movies out there that I can't right. tell you. This well, you should rewatch it. This one's yeah. great. This one's great. Uh, Matt Damon's in it. He's yeah. got a key role in it. Um, but uh, Pink Floyd's um, Pink Floyd is uh, comfortably numb is playing, and okay. that's the and in a in a great scene. And that is from the Berlin when the wall came down. The he Berlin played, wall concert. He played there. Roger Waters. And he played and, comfortably numb. And, yeah. And Van Morrison saying yeah. uncomfortably numb, in, which is in a 1990 great, in Berlin. Great, yeah. great version of yeah. comfortably numb. So I wanted to mention that. Just to jump on that, like yeah, so he showed up at a at a huge moment, um, a political moment, a cultural moment. Yeah. Okay. And put yeah. a stamp on that, right? Mm -hmm. As as well he could do. So my question is, why or did he do enough? for Northern Ireland, for the peace process in Northern Ireland, because he kind of left and didn't go back. And at one point he said, I, I wouldn't want to live there. There's just, there's too much. Mm -hmm. He said, I wish people would just get along, but like right. he, he just seemed like he didn't want to get involved in that. And mm -hmm. it goes along with the kind of, a lot of other artists, right? Bob Dylan right. we talked about, yeah, who, sure. who maybe didn't do enough. And, but is it, is it their responsibility? Right. Or you know, do you find yourself in a position to be a voice? To, to try to influence right. maybe a peace process. But and is this another thing that he's just uncomfortable doing? Right, right, but like, right. like did he do enough? I mean, I don't know, I, I, mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like he did. So okay. um, yeah. I know his music, uh, his song Days Like This, yeah. kind of became the song. anthem to peace. I mean, it's a great song, yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. Um, and so positive and so hopeful, right? Like yeah. It, yeah. You, see, you, read the, you read the Days Like This and you're like, oh, this is gonna be a downer. Yeah. And it's all about like, Man, these things are working out here, right? Yeah. Like, and you kind of you know, the anti-Van yeah. Morrison. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about the troubles. I, I think he, he was more of the uh, his family was Protestant, although um, I don't think he certainly took sides. But he or left anything. young. But I mean, he, he was left in young and didn't. And, and, yeah, he didn't go back and didn't want to. Said he didn't want to go back. Like, there's too much, just too much hate there. Yeah. Um, but maybe it was just too much for him, and you know, I mean, hurts to see your homeland. Yeah. Hurting, so maybe he didn't want to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, and I mean, guys, who are we to say, I guess? I mean, I know Joan Baez was just took Dylan to task all mm -hmm. the time about, you, you know, you should be doing so much. You're the right. voice of a generation. Right. They didn't want that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or like, you know, from in the sport, you know, that famous Charles Barkley commercial, just because I can dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids sort of thing, right? right? right. It's like, okay, well, you can see both sides of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, or like Tiger Woods with golf, you know, as a minority figure right. in golf, like could he have done more? Right. Yeah, and or Michael Jordan, yeah. like you know, yeah, yeah, Michael Jordan did. did was that Republicans buy shoes too? Republicans buy shoes too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You know? And yeah. I think maybe it was in I don't know if it was in the Last Waltz, but he talks about how a little bit about how you know he privately gave money. And, you know, yeah. sort of behind the scenes yeah. to certain causes that he believed in, but just this is Michael Jordan yeah, Michael when he was on stage with the band in the last waltz. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was the documentary? The last. Uh, we're not. Was Jordan playing bass? What, what, <laughs> what was well, the? I'm uh, I just shifted gears to the sports world. For yeah, a you, I think you said last waltz. Oh, walk. sorry, the last dance. Last dance. Last okay. dance. All right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, I, sorry, sorry. You know what? Like, <laughs> okay, there's on. so much in that last waltz that, like, yeah. there's so many people. Maybe, Michael I, Jordan maybe I freaking missed Jordan coming out of that. Now, that's a great, that's the greatest 
concert film ever, yeah, it's probably. Gotta be, it's got to be. Right? right? I mean, Give Me Shelter is really well, good, Well, that and, I mean, well, I guess Spinal Tap's the, no, the seeds in Spinal Tap. That's not a concert film. No, it's a documentary, so I guess it is. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to get that out, but seriously. But, but uh, you know, of all the great, like, three things stand out for me from The Last Waltz, I've seen it many times, is how fucking great Lee Von Helm is. Mm-hmm. And, and, Neil uh, Young's cocaine rock in his nose. <laughs> Neil Young? Yeah, 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 you remember yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at a close-up of that. <laughs> cocaine booger? Yeah. <laughs> But the other, but the other two would be like how just how great Joni Mitchell was maybe mm. the best thing out there, mm-hmm. and then Van Morrison, yeah, kind of stole the show. And like you said with Caravan, he yeah. didn't want to come on stage, yeah, yeah. and he crushed it and did his spazzy little dance yeah. at the end, which is yeah. so funny, right? And then he, then he left. But he does have does have that curmudgeon kind of uh, reputation. He didn't show up in '93 to the induction to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, he had Robbie Robertson from the band. Uh, yeah. I guess they were buddies. They lived they lived close yep. to each other in, in Woodstock in upstate yep. New York, yep. and t- accepted it for them. And they're the ones that coined the um, uh, what was the the Belfast Cowboy, the nickname Belfast Cowboy for yep. Van Morrison. So I right. guess I guess that's cool that that he showed up. But I mean, I guess he had other commitments. But well, like, getting mean, inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, lots like, of lots of them don't show up yeah. though, and they should, right? I mean, it's cool. It's a, I mean, it's not. It's a it's a newer thing, you yeah. know, and it's, you know, I mean, it's it's such a cool building. Every time I'm in Cleveland, which is, was quite, many times, because I go right. to Browns games, but I always right. stop in there and, yeah. you know, yeah, and, and check it out. And it's awesome, you know. He did but, show up to get inducted into the um, uh, Songwriters, songwriters mm-hmm. Hall of Fame in 2003. And maybe his, that meant more than And his, maybe, and but his, his uh, idol, Ray Charles, was the one that inducted him in, so. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. It was probably his most one of yeah. I guess he's influenced by a lot of and that soul R and B sounds yeah, yeah from Ray Charles. Yeah. And has he played? I mean, has he? Do we know this? Has he played a lot of shows? In I looked up is actually I, after this week. I was like, Let's, I want to see if he's out and about. And yeah, he's playing shows. Well, he's playing shows yeah, yeah. in Ireland. Does yeah. he go back? Uh, oh, go back to Ireland. Sorry, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, uh, he has a house there. Right. Um, okay. Uh, I believe I read the house there, okay. or he said he, he wanted to have a house there, there but. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I was well, hoping he would be somewhere over in this part of the world soon. And so you'd go, you'd go see him? Oh, I would definitely go see yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, he's a legend, yeah, right? I, I would go so. again. If you had asked me a week ago before I kind of started listening to him again and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff, I might have, well, if he was playing in Dubai, yeah, I'd go see him. But like, would I put him? I'm never saying I'm not going to see another band. Because <laughs> right. I'm like 0 for 2 on, on, <laughs> right, on right, that right. call. But um, uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely go. If, yeah, it, if, it, would, if he was close, I would go check him out. Right. I would go again, although I saw him in 06 and haven't been back since. And he, he tours almost every year, mm-hmm. right? And it, Which is also kind of interesting because he's made his money. If he, he's in the studio all the time making music, which is what he likes to do, if he doesn't really like being on stage touring, why are you still doing it? Yeah. That's, that's what I wondered as I'm looking through his... The concerts he's done, like from like even from like 2010 on, yeah. it's like oh my god, he's still up there, so he can't have. Shows. Yeah, he must love it but hate it at the same time. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's just, I don't know. Or like he can't need the money. Yeah, or maybe, but uh, I mean, I don't know. We all could use a little more money. You yeah, know? yeah, that's true. Yeah, pad that retirement a little bit more, Mike. Through your 401k. <laughs> We'll do an episode on that. I one. mean, Ham's doing. Ham's not doing this for free. He's getting. He's getting right? lots of money out of this. Oh my man. god, I know it. Right, I know it. Uh, 
Give me your top oh five. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Do you want to do top five albums or top five songs? Oh, I can't do top five albums. I mean, okay, top, top five, five al- Top five songs. I mean, top five albums. I mean, I mean, obviously, Moondance, Astral Weeks, Blow Your Mind. Uh, I would say Tupelo Honey. I was going to say Tupelo Honey. Uh, Tupelo. This album we did not talk about was Hard Nose in the Highway. Yeah, from like 73. That's got to be one of the worst album covers. But it's, it doesn't have him on it. Uh, so it can't be the worst. Um, but got such bad reviews, like trash. I watched this documentary the other night, and these like his like confidants, these people are just trashed this album. Okay. And so like, it's a cool title. Yeah, it's a cool title, and but I, I, you know, so I, I you know, I can't say that one, I guess. Um, Vietnam Fleece, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about Van Morrison to have five top albums, except you know the five that that yeah. you would know because those are the ones the greatest hits come from. Right. So. I think for me, so the Astral Weeks, Moon Dance, Top of the Honey, St. Dominic's Preview. That's, that's, that's the song Jackie Wilson said I'm in heaven when you yeah. smile. That's yeah. probably the hit up there. I'm putting a live one on. It's too late to stop now. But it's from uh, a lot of his shows he did at the Troubadour in 73 in uh, in L.A. And yeah. it's awesome. I mean, Van Live, like when, when he's on, it's awesome. And this, and I do believe when they re-release this, this was the last thing I ever bought on iTunes. Oh, no way. I think so. Yeah, it's no too way. late to stop now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Great. That's funny. Yeah. That St. Dominic's preview was interesting because it was he did kind of take a stand maybe or, or that was more about Northern Ireland and Belfast and uh, just the, the, the lyric, this town's bit off more than it can chew. Mm-hmm. And, right. Um, apparently, he, was, he, felt, he, he um, recorded this in San Francisco at a time when there was a church called St. Dominique's where they were holding vigils for peace in Northern Ireland, although he didn't, he claims he didn't know that. But okay. Okay. Kind, of, kind of interesting. That I guess that was a time where maybe he did kind of come out and, and say a little bit more than, than he had. Right. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the top five albums would be, would be my top five. I don't think, I don't have any great insight into okay. any lost top albums of his 51. Yeah, so this is hard. This it is, is hard. hard. Super hard. I texted you earlier this week, and, and when you were like, yeah, we're doing Van Morrison, and I was like, it's going to be hard to find my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And then you text back, what, favorite song? So, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, wow. what, what, what do you mean? How, would you, how do you not well, this, you can this is twice fun. recently that we've that our our messages, text messages have, have not this been interpreted. This one had le- a lot less serious <laughs> ramifications. Uh, okay, so uh, like my favorite album, it could have I didn't even because then I think there was something else that was oh, okay. happening after that. Ham okay. was going on about buying a new car or something. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big, big swing and big spender over yeah, here. Spender, He's right? making a lot of extra cash yes. with this with yes. this podcast, we, man. We hit a hundred total listeners. Okay, can I? Can I? Can I? I can only stick to five. Okay. Well, are, are you going to stick to five? You, I was going to ask you if I could have six. Okay. I'm gonna, okay. So <laughs> top six. Um, Astral Weeks, Caravan, Into the Mystic, Double O Honey. Uh, I'm skipping Brown Eyed Girls because I only I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it down. And it stoned me, days like this. Now I'd also want to say Brown Eyed Girls, Sweet six? Thing, and Domino. No, I'm at like eight or nine right now. <laughs> Okay, but th- so th- those are all the ones on my list. So okay. if I had to stick to five and cross a couple out, um, as much as I love Brown Eyed Girl, I'm going to cross it out mm-hmm. because not that uh, I don't like it and think it's an awesome song and it's probably the song I know the best and I've sung to it so many times, yeah. but I've listened to it so many times. So um, I would be okay not listening to that song ever again in my life. Um, so it's going to come down, it comes down to three to me for me. Tupelo Honey and It Stoned Me. And into the mystic. So those are my top three. I'll, how about that? Those are my top three. 
Top three. Yeah. Okay. You can't. You, then two more. There's too many to, to choose from. You can't narrow down. Uh, okay. That's fine. That's so fine. no. Uh, so um, uh, I put in. I this put in. I put in. About tough I put choices. in. I put in caravan in that. Yeah. And then I would put in. Um, okay. I said I wasn't gonna do. It. I gotta put in brown egg girl. So number five brown egg girl. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, my top five song, Sweet Thing. Mm-hmm is my favorite all-time song. Okay, I didn't tell you my favorite. I thought we were waiting for that, okay. So, so I'm putting that. Yeah. Into the Mystic. Yeah. Madam George. Oh yeah, nice. nice. And it stoned me. Yeah. And then I I go back and forth between Caravan or Cypress Avenue. Okay. Um, yeah. There's not many, uh, so, so are there any of those songs off Astral Weeks, which is your, oh, Sweet Thing, yeah. Sweet Thing, okay. Sweet Thing, uh, Madam George. Yeah. Cypress Avenue, those are all okay. off. Cypress Avenue. Oh, okay, I'll have that on my list. Uh, yeah, so. So your I take Cypress Avenue over Caravan. Cypress, okay, but your favorite is Sweet Thing. Sweet Thing, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm struggling with this one because it, it comes down to Tupelo Honey and and it stoned me. Yeah. Um, and, and it stoned me so such a fun song. And I, I, and I think it I think it's I think it I think that's it. It stoned yeah. me. Uh, Jelly Roll, uh, mm-hmm. which has, uh, you know, Jelly Roll, Jelly Roll Morton. Morton, and then it's also like slang for sex, and it's just it's right. a sweet song. Right, right. Uh, but Tupelo Honey's awesome. They're both so they're both so fun and about love, and takes you back to those early those days, those yeah. summers, right. you know, this, the just when everything was possible. <laughs> you know, right. Everything was right. possible. Yeah, yeah, when you so were good. young, and yeah. You which is funny because his, his voice is so kind of melancholy and and sad in a way, but those songs are so. So happy, have so much promise and hope. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Some of them, yeah, definitely. Into the Mystic was close though. Uh, I want to rock your gypsy soul when he yeah. busts that, like when he hits that. Line, and you can amazing. you can find a live version that the Almond Brothers did of Into the Mystic from a jazz fest somewhere mm-hmm. in New Orleans jazz fest, I think, which is just that's awesome. Blow your mind. It's awesome. He does he does a touch on the gypsy imagery quite a bit in his songs. He does. And I looked up I looked up and I said, why does Jim Morrison bring up um, gypsies? Yeah. So much, so much. Sorry, Jim Morrison. It Jim Morrison does too, or he was more of a gypsy. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Van Morrison, excuse me. Um, I'm surprised that's the first time I've slipped this yeah, entire right. podcast. Yeah. That's impressive. And um, I, I did a little research, and I said, "Why does Van Morrison bring up gypsies?" And the first three hits I clicked on, uh, because you know I really bet my Google search. They were all like um, doctoral. Not a doctoral thesis, but okay. like scientific papers with abstracts and, oh, and this wow. whole thing. And of course, I read about half the abstract, and I said, "No, I need something easier for me to right, understand." Of course. But I don't know. I mean, what he was well, he, was he was he into the Roma, uh, the peoples? Did, was was it just the the mysticism of the gypsies, the Roma people, the music, be. the dance, that culture, that did vagabond he, lifestyle? Okay. You know, I don't know. Maybe I mean, you might be right on all that. Did he himself feel displaced being no, out of no, Ireland? No. You, know, you should write a paper, Mike. Yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, I'll do the abstract. You do everything else, man. I'll do half the abstract because that's all I can make it through. I'm going to do, yeah, let's do a doctoral thesis on why the Mac and Mike show only has 12 listeners <laughs> per episode. I don't know if we need to set like, a doctoral thesis. It's like your mom there. and Mike yeah. and 11 other people. Yeah. Yeah. My mom says it's the best podcast she's ever listened to. Uh, She's never listened. I love that. She's never listened. I love that. Okay. Um, yeah. So. So yeah. I would. We, so we go see him. We'll go see him again. Yeah. Yeah. I'd see him again. You'd see him for the Absolutely. first time. Yeah. Ham, Ham, you go? Coming? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Ham's yeah. coming. All right. So hope Van, gonna, if you're listening, we're gonna pile in that new car of yours, and we're gonna right? go. Hey, or let's maybe, go. Or maybe you know the Elantra, baby. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Van will be hitting the Middle East soon. 
mean, I don't yeah, know. It's just, untapped market for him. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to bring a hat for him, a new hat. I'm gonna. We should get these Mac and Mike. Maybe trucker hats maybe. for him. Maybe. No, you get Mac and Mike fedoras. Mac and Mike fedoras. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, ban the man. Ban the Glasgow. man. This was good. Also, Belfast uh, Cowboys. I almost said Glasgow Cowboys. Jesus. Belfast, Belfast Cowboys. Cowboys. Have you ever Cowboys, been to Ireland? Have you ever traveled there? I've never been to Ireland. I'm and not. My either. last name is, uh, is Irish, and my dad has been there and traced our roots and. Spent two weeks there. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did a driving tour, just like got in a car, got the uh, GPS, and like went to bed breakfast and saw a bunch of places. No, I it was hear awesome. It. I loved yeah. it. You bought I me a it. sweet Guinness shirt from there, and I cannot find it. Oh, jeez. Well, you got the Rolling Stone shirt, even. You yeah, got yeah. So, so great, 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 great vacation. So I've heard, I've heard if you go into like an Irish pub, there's Budweiser. People drink Budweiser. No. Is that true? What? I've never been. No, never yeah, been. That's, that, that's like the big... When I was there, the the foreign beer that like non Irish was always Budweiser. Budweiser yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go to so many pubs and like, if it, Budweiser all over the place. Oh, yeah. right. Well, king of beers. King of beers. <laughs> you love that. Yeah. Uh, well, let's listen. So we got the, we got we got a plan. Now we're going to see Van Morrison. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, let's do it. Do it this summer, we, right? Yeah. We got things to do this yeah. summer. What could go wrong? Um, all right. Well, Van the man. Let's Van and also um, a little goodbye to Jimmy Buffett. And right, Robbie Jimmy. Robertson, yeah. and we, uh, yeah, we did, didn't talk about that recently, mm-hmm. but lost two greats, but we also have a new Rolling Stones album coming out next month. Do so we really? Yeah, Hope Springs yeah, Eternal. Yeah, right about that. Wow. Yeah. Hope okay. Springs Eternal. And we have the instrumental Van Morrison, which is going <laughs> to well, be interesting. Let me know how I won't be listening, but somebody will. All right, cheers. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, when that foghorn whistle blows, I gotta hear it. I don't have the fear at all. I rock on Jepsy Soul. Just like way back in the days of old. And together we will fold. And to the best days.